This episode of Gators Breakdown is brought to you by HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. Go to HelloFresh.com Gators50, use code Gators50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown Podcast is ready to go. I am your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. I still got to get used to it. Uh, are we calling it Twitter? Are we calling it X? I, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm talking about. But anyway, follow me there at GatorDave underscore SEC. Threads is at GatorDave underscore SEC as well. Uh, you've probably seen Gators Breakdown on Instagram lately as well, too. So, hey, look, all out there on social media. Uh, to get all this Gators Breakdown content to you. But uh, this episode here, plenty to get into with the Grill in the Ville this weekend and recruits, com- mainly commits for the 24 class, all coming into Gainesville for the big event this weekend. And, hey, we got some uh, visits during the week, too, to get into uh, right here on this episode of Gators Breakdown. And also uh, a preview of what Florida Victorious is doing. You get to know these freshmen a bit. And I've teased it a little bit. Uh, you, you know, you're not going to get to hear from these freshmen during the season, uh, but through Florida Victorious, you can. And you get to know Trayon Webb, Eugene Wilson, Roger Kearney. And I'll give you a preview of those so you guys know uh, if you're not signed up there at Florida Victorious, uh, Florida's leader in NIL, you get a preview of, uh, of those um, get-to-know interviews uh, of these freshmen. They're going to be doing all the freshmen here, but those are the three that I'll preview here today and, and get to know uh, – to get, get to know those guys a bit better. So we'll see if we get to hear from them through Florida Victorious or some other NIL avenue this season. Uh, but you know, through official media and stuff, you won't be hearing from freshmen. They yeah, kind of a, a Billy Napier rule there. Uh, so, hey, some really good stuff. You, you can tell uh, that these guys have got it going on the right way. So lots to get into right here on this episode of Gators Breakdown. And before we do, hit that like button. Subscribe if you haven't done so yet on your favorite podcast platform right here on YouTube. But smash that like button. It really goes a long way right here on YouTube. Leave a comment if you want. With uh, Hey, the 24 class had a great, great summer. Kind of putting a bow on it with this grill in the veal right here. You guys remember all the great content we brought you this summer. So hit that like button. And hey, also, Gators Breakdown Plus, if you haven't done so yet, you know, you can join. Keep the conversation going along with the Discord there, of course. And hey, you guys remember the chat episode that I put up uh, this week, earlier this week? That's how you can take part in those chat episodes. I host them right there on Discord. You can become a Gators Breakdown Plus member to hop in those chats, have converse, you know, text conversations right there on, on, on the Discord. Always really lively conversations going on there with the Discord. With the season coming up, even more custom episodes, early access episodes, all that good stuff right there. Gators Breakdown Plus link is in the description to join that. Excuse me, my allergies got the, the best of me today. So you might hear a few sniffles or whatever. I know it's kind of aggravating when you hear that listening or watching right here. Uh, but uh, it is just what it is. A lot better than it used to be. I think if you guys have been longtime Gators Breakdown listeners, you know how much I've struggled with that. A lot better. Uh, but still, every now and then, uh, it, 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 they'll, they'll, they'll get the best of me. So excuse me for the sniffles uh, this episode. But... All right, hey, let's get to it right here with the grill in the veal. And kind of putting a bow. It's a big cookout right here in Gainesville. Kind of putting a bow on this, you know, the dead period's over. So now recruits, commits, all that good stuff can go on visits again. And Florida's going to host a ton of them. And we'll get into it here, right here. Mostly commits for Florida. A couple uncommitted prospects for the 24 class and 25 and 26 kids as well. Uh, but... Hey, look, I'm eager to see what turns out. Could there be some surprise visitors? Maybe even you know, bad for Florida, too. Maybe guys not showing up that, hey, this list is probably pretty fluid. I waited a little while to post this episode because I wanted to get all the info for you before the, the event this weekend. So nothing was kind of dated. And then, you know, a lot of things change. It probably will even change from this recording. Uh, but, you know, trying to at least bring it as up to date as we can. So let's start with the 24 class. 
And who's going to be on campus this weekend? And as you see, if you're watching the YouTube version, there's a list for you. All the names in bold are the commits there for the Gators. So only two non-committed 24 targets have announced that they'll be on campus. We'll see what that means. I think there could be some surprises. We'll see if that comes out or not of when they may visit and who it may be and if it happens. But there you go. You see it. I'll list it all for you for the podcast version. But quarterback DJ Lagway headlining. You saw the tweet this week on social media. We kind of knew he was going to be in town anyway, but they made it official saying they're going to be in Gainesville this weekend. You want your big time quarterback at this event. And, I mean, another trip to Gainesville from Texas, you know, so making it happen, getting around these commits, solidifying commits even more, and hopefully can go a long way and some targets coming on campus as well. DJ Lagway, Kanan Daniels, Jeray Hawkins, Isaiah Williams, there's your offensive skill players coming to the grill in the Ville. Offensive lineman Fletcher Westfall, Mike Williams, Marcus Mascal, Noel Port Jagen, all the way from Germany for a few day visit. A few day visit all the way from Germany coming to the grill in the Ville. So good for him to be around his future teammates, his fellow commits. Michael uh, Mackay Burrow. Let's go to the defensive line, of course. Makai Burrow, Nasir Johnson, Amaris Williams will be on campus as well. A couple of those guys coming from the state of Georgia, so not too far. Miles Graham, Darius Hayes, Aaron Childs, your linebacker core will all be together for the grill in the Ville this weekend. Jamonta Waller, Kendall Jackson also. Kendall Jackson, yeah, he just got that five-minute drive. He's right here on campus. Safeties, Xavier Fields and Josiah Davis will also be on campus and cornerback Teddy Foster. That rounds out your committed prospects that will be on the campus this weekend for the Grill in the Ville. And then you see the two names here. Jamari Howard and Wardell Mack. As of now, that are the uh, only two uncommitted prospects that are scheduled to be in Gainesville this weekend. Now, you're not part of that. Florida's got a large class, 21 commits, ranked number third, ranked number three in 24-7 and on three, the recruiting services. Class was 21 commits already. So there's not a lot of room for uncommitted prospects in the first place. Howard, Mack, the only two announced right now. So that means there's a lot to get into. But uh, uh, before we get into, you know, the, the theme of this episode is also going to be, hey, this is the big kind of culmination of this hot summer for the Gators. But also, you know, what could that mean for the rest of the class? How could Florida finish this class? I'm going to give you some updates. And maybe the ideal finish for Florida. But before we get there, of course, uh, there's some 25 commits as well. Um, I'm not, not going to spend too much time on that. It's kind of way far ahead. I don't look that far ahead, mostly. And this 24 class has been keeping us busy all summer anyway. But safety DJ Pickett, top 10 prospect from Tampa. He'll be in Gainesville for the third time this summer. The top safety in the country. As I mentioned, a top 10 prospect. He'll be there. Uh, cornerback Chris McCorkle from Sarasota. He's teammates with Gators commit Teddy Foster. Thought they have a high upside. So we'll see maybe a teammate pool there in two straight classes. Running back Walter Clark, running back staff is uh, his running back. The staff's really high on him from Tampa as well. Gators in good shape for uh, a wide receiver, Javon Boggs from Coco. He was in town for Friday Night Lights as well. So there's a few 25 names uh, that kind of turn some heads. Florida may be trending early, early on in good shape for there. So uh, you don't want to spend too much time on it. You know, this is. You know, I, you, Friday Night Lights was a good part of that. This right here is laying the groundwork, the foundation for some of those relationships right here. But a few other 25 guys on campus, 26 kids as well. But all right, let's go ideal, maybe ideal finish. Florida sitting at 21 commits, of course. Top three in both recruiting services. A hot summer. 
But there's a few targets I think we are all looking at in how Florida maybe an ideal finish, a finish that keeps Florida definitely in the top five of recruiting rankings, maybe even top three. I don't see Florida getting a top spot here unless maybe you go out there and win eight, nine, ten games, and it's but I don't see a passing of Georgia that I just I just don't. Um, and that's no sh- no slam on this class for what Florida's putting together. Just seeing how things will play out. It may play out. But hey, let's start with that Daytona duo. Daytona Mainland, LJ McCray, Zay Mincy. But let's start with McCray because what a storyline this week. Still here in both Florida, Georgia, probably the leaders right now in this commitment or in this recruitment. Two main competitors, and we're seeing that play out this week. And it's interesting to see how all this played out. I mean, we've been wanting to know his plans for this week, and we've been hearing about it for a couple of weeks now. And there were thoughts and reports that it may just be a Georgia visit this week, this weekend. Then maybe a visit to Florida on Sunday, coming back from Athens. Well, another reason I kind of waited late, and maybe some of these storylines kind of play out a bit, well... It played out. McCray, boom, surprise visit to Gainesville on Wednesday. Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening, he's in Gainesville. We saw earlier the week, earlier this week, the interaction between him and Gators great linebacker Brandon Spikes on social media. Spikes basically telling him, hey, come join Florida. Come join this recruiting class. So LJ McCray, he's visited over the summer for his official visit in June and a seven-on-seven event. Visited many, 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 many times overall. Of course, that short trip from Daytona to Gainesville. I mean, six foot, six and a half, 260 pound defensive lineman. He's 128th overall, 19th ranked defensive lineman on 24 7 sports. He's the number 46 overall prospect and number nine defensive lineman in the 2024 cycle and on three. He's the number seven player in Florida in both those rankings, or in, in the twenty in the own three rankings. Number seven player in Florida, top ten, top fifty overall. But he has said he's not in a big hurry. You know, so can Florida speed this up? They're trying to you know put in there, make that decision sooner. You know, it is what Georgia's doing and who they're bringing in. If you're waiting to see who they bring in and maybe compare both situations, we'll see. Top five currently, Auburn, Florida, Florida State, Georgia, Miami. Taking official visits to four of those. Still waiting on the FSU official visit in the fall. And, you know, Florida did a lot of their official visits in the summer. Florida State's plan was to do more in the fall. So if, the, if, if recruits are really interested in Florida State, a lot of those are going to be taking their official visits in the fall. And that's supposed to be an October visit. So he's not looking to make a decision until all those trips have concluded. So, right, we'll go. Let's go to his teammate. His teammate from Daytona, Zay Mincy. Now, the big storyline there is a visit to Miami this weekend instead of Florida. And he's one of, if not the top name for Corey Raymond in the defensive backfield. Visited Florida more than any other program, so maybe that plays into it. He can get the campus pretty easy. Already visited Florida a lot. And I still think Florida's in great shape despite taking the visit to Coral Gables instead of Gainesville this weekend. Was in town twice in the month of June, once for an official visit, again for 7-on-7. Florida, Florida State, Miami all got official visits in June. Alabama got an unofficial. And, you know, no straight timeline from here either. Said it before, he's not in any hurry. He's 122nd overall, 10th ranked safety. But it's looking to play for you know cornerback for the Gators at the next level, probably. 122 overall, 10th ranked safety on 24-7 sports. 131st overall, 9th ranked safety on, on three. Six foot two, 175 pounds. Of course, that is that ideal Corey Raymond build for a cornerback. So now let's go to one of the targets that are going to be on campus this weekend for the Grill in the Ville. 
And we hope it happens because it's been scheduled twice since the springtime. Then a decommit for Michigan State in the timeline as well for Jamari Howard. Trying to been been trying to get him on campus, and it just hasn't worked out well. Scheduled to happen this weekend. Full court press on Jamari Howard this weekend, the Miami Central product. Top tier target for Corey Raymond, of course. This cycle, his recruitment, a lot of action as I mentioned. A Michigan State, de- uh, you know, a commitment, then decommitment. Took official visits in June to Rutgers and Michigan State. You know, from Miami, he's he's. Committed to Michigan State, visiting Rutgers as well. I mean, he's visiting, visiting up north. So, supposed to be visiting this weekend. Had two separate plans, but those fell through. Maybe a, an official visit back to Florida in the fall. Florida State, Miami. In the mix, maybe. I think this is a Florida-Florida State battle. I think it's the way it's been trending for a little bit. 109th overall, 12th-ranked quarterback on cornerback on 24-7. 122nd overall, 15th-ranked cornerback on, on three. Six foot two, 175 pounds, so another with that tall size, lanky size that Corey Raymond loves to go with. Jamari Howard, great reaction time as well. Great reaction time to go along with that 6'2", 175, build. So one more name. And it's just starting to come up. Maybe how Florida can finish. You know, there, there's, some, there's some options here for Florida. It's just not Mincy, just not Howard, because Jameer Grimsley from Tampa, an Alabama commit, is another name. I think we're starting to hear a bit, uh, a bit more. Here's, we're starting to hear some rumblings that Florida still... Hard after him, despite that commitment to Alabama. 207 overall on 24-7 sports. The 19th ranked cornerback. On three has him as the 176th overall and 20th ranked cornerback. So very similar for both rankings there. And why why Florida still going after him? Of course, from Tampa. So you hope you can kind of make some inroads with some a local commit, and then six foot three, hundred and eighty-five pounds. That's why. I mean, six three, one eighty-five. The Corey Raymond's got to be salivating. Got to be salivating at that one. Two-way player, and on defense, he uses that to find the ball. I mean, it's been a name that's kind of kept steadily creeping up on Florida's board. He got evaluated in the spring. Corey Raymond. Okay, there we go. That, I want that guy. I want that guy. Took five official visits in June. Stopped by Florida for an unofficial visit. Um, then he picked Alabama after all that, but some word, you know, still has some interest in Florida. Corey Raymond going to keep after him. Keep after him, keep after him, keep after him. Hopefully you get him on campus sometime soon and maybe make that flip happen. That'd be a big time flip. A guy who committed to Alabama, got ingrained in that Alabama commit status. And if you can go and flip him, that would be uh that that'd be one. That'd be one you go back for. And, and say, okay, there you go. There you go. Jameer Grimsley from Tampa. So the other uncommitted prospect. That's going to be on campus for Grill in the Ville. Wardell Mack, he's also visiting LSU this weekend, as well as the Grill in the Ville. So still some question on how much of a priority he is, how high up on the board he is for Florida and Corey Raymond. Some on the staff do like him more, uh, but Raymond seems to be holding off for now. I just went over some higher targets that are on the board. You know, this you know, Mack may have his own timeline, but not so sure how hard LSU's pushing, how hard Florida's pushing at the moment. So does he kind of pivot, extend this timeline a little bit? I would assume Florida LSU are his top two. Not sure either school feel the same way right now. I would say Grimsley, Howard, Mincy, that's where you know Florida's looking to probably finish this defensive back class, this cornerback class. So maybe some time 
and Mac may end up heading elsewhere. But there you go. Update on the Daytona duo and maybe how Florida finishes on the back end as well. All right, let's keep it going on how Florida could possibly finish this class and some more targets. Let's go offensive line. Uh, Jordan Seaton, I'd say no decision soon, but some feel Florida's in a good spot for the IMG product. Offensive lineman, originally from Washington, D.C. Great communication with head coach Billy Napier. He had an official with Bama this summer, looking to take more visits in the fall with hopefully Florida getting one. Uh, but 39th player overall on the 24-7 sports composite. He is the top-ranked interior offensive lineman on 24-7 sports. Uh, on three, has him as the 38th overall, but third-ranked offensive tackle. So he has framed to play both. Plays left tackle in high school. Uh, been playing left tackle in that spring game from IMG back in the spring. High-level athleticism. Got a mean streak. 6'2", 285. He's lost some weight. Uh, we'll probably be making that decision in the fall, maybe all the way to early signing day. So uh, that's the top, I guess, wish list offensive lineman right now for the Florida Gators. In that one, in that one, Alabama maybe Ohio State, maybe schools to watch out for there. All right, let's keep it on offense. Let's go wide receiver. We have to. Florida's going to stay in constant contact. We don't have to spend too much time because I've kind of updated these two guys throughout the whole recruiting process the last couple of weeks, few weeks, last couple of months. But we go to wide receiver, top wide receiver in the country, Jeremiah Smith. I, I, guys, I'll, I'll stand by it. I don't see the flip from Ohio State happening, but that doesn't mean Florida's going to stop communicating. You never know what can happen in college football. We know that by now. Brian Hartline could leave. Ryan Day could leave. I ain't saying that's going to happen, but if it does, you want to be in position to rebound. So I think if everything kind of stays the same, he probably stays with Ohio State. That would be my pick. Now, Florida goes out there and shows some surprising explosion on offense with Graham Mertz at quarterback and these young receivers and to go along with Ricky Pearsall and Arthur Sportingham at tight end. This offense is a little more explosive in the passing game than we kind of expect it to be. Then maybe that changes his mind as well. But I don't think we see that likely to happen. You know, it's just not Billy Napier's MO either for call, calling plays like that. So they don't expect some high explosion offense and Jeremiah Smith to go, oh, well, there, there we go. Uh, but, you know, a relationship with DJ Lagway, that, that's just kind of been there. So stay constant communication, see what happens down the road. Then also Chance Robinson, another commit, this one to Miami. Um, we'll see if, um, you know, been there's rumors of a possible flip there, but nothing coming. You know, that was a hot, hot button topic in June. Now, that may happen after an official visit to Gainesville, but he's also went back, visited Miami. Maybe Miami held that flip off if it was going to happen. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Maybe he's waiting to see both offenses this fall before he ultimately makes his decision. You know, if, if one was to happen, as far as a flip goes between Smith and Robinson, I'd lean Robinson. But, of course, kind of, that's your ideal wish list finish at wide receiver. At least one of those guys. All right, let's move it to the defensive side of the ball. And one prospect I'll, you know, kind of wish list ideal. That'd be David Stone. Still seem, and I've brought him up before, especially back in the springtime, but I mean, nice visit to Gainesville, but still seems to be Oklahoma, an Oklahoma lean, but he doesn't let much get out as far as his recruitment goes. Florida's still in heavy, heavy pursuit. And of course they are. One of the best prospects in the country, right down the road in IMG. Sixth ranked overall on 24-7 sports. Second ranked defensive lineman. On three, has him as the seventh overall player. So he's the top ten overall player, both services. They have him as the second-ranked defensive lineman. Six foot four, 270 pound, disruptive force in the middle, wins, I mean, an explosive get-off, heavy hands, wins with speed and power, great pursuit. Visited Florida on June 2nd. 
So I, you know, Florida put themselves in a good spot if it's not Oklahoma. He's originally from the Midwest. Will he return back there? That seems to be the thought, but he, like I said, doesn't let much get out. Doesn't get, yeah, tongue-tied. He does not let much get out as far as where he's leaning and where his commitment kind of trends. But Oklahoma seemed to be the early leader, probably still lean that way, but that's just even with the warning of, hey, look, there's not a lot out there on this one. But if I'm looking at how Florida can add to the 21 commits, 25, 26 class total, hopefully, then you can add some names like this. You know, these are the targets I'm looking at. I'm, th- there will be more that pop up as the season goes on. Florida may face their own decommits. There may be some decommits to other schools that have interest in Florida. There may be some guys who pop up, have some great senior seasons who may become targets. So we'll see how it all plays out. There's still so much time till December, early signing day, official visits in the fall, visits for games, all that kind of stuff. But right now as we sit here late July, those these names that I just brought up would be the ideal finish. And look, well, what Florida just did these past couple of months, you cannot scratch them off. Cannot scratch Florida off the list now. You gotta think Florida is a big, big time threat for these targets. And look, Florida can be a little more selective to finish this class with 21 commits already. Four or five spots left. Any of these guys would be a great addition, of course. Would not expect to get all these guys. But the Gators are in the mix. Keep tabs. Stay in communication. Of course, in, the, in that list, feel better about some more than others. At Daytona Duo, I, right now, I still pick Florida. Georgia and LJ McCray are certainly, certainly a serious threat there. But Jamari Howard, hard to get a read on. Zay Mincy, I, I feel pretty good about Florida there. But that visit to Miami, hey, could things change? So we'll see. And that's how I feel going into this last weekend in July. And look, I'd certainly, with this big weekend coming up, I'd certainly like more of these guys to visit this weekend. You know, being that so many are in Florida, and, you're in, and as of now, you know, LJ McCray did make his visit this week now. So that's very, very good news. And these guys can... Get to Gainesville, it's an easier trip. But I don't take too much from it as far as hurting Florida. I, mean, I could be wrong, and some of these guys go on these other visits and commit this weekend. I don't see it, but okay, it could happen. And I'd look, I'd feel better if they were on campus. Absolutely. After what we saw Florida do in June and July, yeah, I'd feel a lot better if they were on campus, and maybe Florida can put the final step on a commitment. But... I'd feel better, but I don't feel bad that they're not on campus. You know, I'd be foolish to believe that this means Florida's out of the race after what we just saw. I don't think they have some huge ground to make up either in a lot of these guys. Firmly in it. Now, one thing I did want to go into. Now, thankfully, a lot of these guys are on campus this weekend for the Grill Interview are committed. And I think that makes it easier if you don't have the season on the field that you expect. Now, Florida could go on to have a pretty bad season, and I think that will affect most of the uncommitted prospects, the targets that you have out there. You know, I think it was important to get to that 20-ish number going into the season as it's, you know, it's a lot easier to hang on to the guys once they're committed. Now, if Florida goes has a bad season, I, I'd expect some decommitments, but I do not expect some mass exodus out of this class. I just, I just don't see it even with a you know, don't get me wrong. If you go out and win three, four games, and okay, all bets are off. But I don't, nobody sees that happening. I don't. I, you know, I don't think. But I think it was important to get as many as you could, get that good feeling. But it's not like Billy Napier's going out there and selling. Hey, we're going to go win ten games this fall, and that's why these guys committed. They know there's playing time available at Florida. They know Billy Napier's building a culture, a culture that can go out there and turn this thing around. They want to be a part of a build. Billy Napier's selling that vision right here in his third class. He's not going out there and saying, hey, come join this team that's already been put together. 
we're going to go win 10 games this fall and guys are excited about that and, and commit. No, they know where Florida is at right now. They know this season's probably they, – they hear what we hear with SEC media days and predictions and on social media and all that stuff. They know Florida's not supposed to be some great team this year, and they committed to Florida anyway. Now, maybe things are different once they see it in person, but it's not like Billy Napier's going out there and selling a double-digit win season to go out there and get these guys. They know this is a build. They see a vision where they're going to be part of that build and probably be part of the build pretty early on. So now I don't get this big worry of a mass exodus with a bad season. I just don't because that's not the, the, the vision Billy Napier's selling. But I do think with uncommitted guys, it may have more of an effect. So you may not see this big, gigantic finish if a bad season happens. And that's where, you know, these targets I just talked about, okay, maybe it affects them a little bit. But as far as the, but as far as the committed guys and having 21 of those guys already, I don't think it's going to hurt Florida all that much. But hopefully it doesn't even happen. Hopefully we're not even talking about a bad season, the possibility of decommits happening. Hopefully Florida goes out there, wins enough games, go out there and put a great finish to this 24 class. So there we go. Grilling DeVille this weekend. A look at maybe how this class can finish with an ideal target list right there for you. Hopefully, hopefully that happens right there. All right. Before we get to Florida Victorious and getting to know these freshmen, Gators Breakdown's proud of partner with America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh. I can't wait to receive my HelloFresh boxes. And guys, you know, I work a full-time job, got Gators Breakdown going on. I need all the time I can get. I, I am pretty busy. I know you guys out there are as well. And HelloFresh wants you to have it all. Free time, easy, and fresh, tasty food. That's why they take care of the meal planning process and deliver the ingredients. So everything you need to whip up a delicious meal arrives right at your door. When you need dinner fast, don't call for delivery. Think HelloFresh. Their fast and fresh recipes are ready in just 15 minutes or less. Plus, it's 25% cheaper than takeout. Just because it's fast does not mean it's not healthy. Meals feature quality proteins, fresh produce, and plans for many lifestyles. So it's no wonder why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And guys, you've heard it. I got so much feedback after I announced this partnership, hey, man, I've been waiting to try HelloFresh. Well, you can now. You can now. HelloFresh.com slash Gators50 is how you do it. Use code Gators50 for 50% off plus free shipping. One more time. You don't have to wait any longer. One of the best deals out there for HelloFresh. HelloFresh.com slash Gators50. Use promo code Gators50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Get your time back. Eat healthy with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. All right, so without further ado, one more time, of course, shout out to Florida Victorious. You can join, get 20% off your first month with promo code BD or GatorsBD. One more time, that is 20% off your first month at Florida Victorious. Promo code GatorsBD. Your donations go a long way in securing NIL for Florida, making it attractive out there for keeping these current athletes, recruits out there, and these players making the most of their NIL. And making the most of it, we get to hear from these true freshmen. A few of these true freshmen I'm going to give a nice preview of right here that you can find on your member dashboard there at Florida Victorious. And you're going to listen to these and Come with the takeaway that, hey, these guys are doing some great things. Florida Victorious is doing some great things. And we can go a long way in, in supporting that. And I, that's why I wanted to get this kind of message out there uh, for, for these freshmen. So you can hear from them as well. But just the good things that are happening in the NIL space of Florida. And that's all through Florida Victorious. You can join with the link in the description. But a lot, a lot of good stuff going on there. So big thanks to Bob Redman for interviewing these freshmen. Uh, the questions come from him. You'll hear my voice interact. So um, there were some questions asked, but you know these lived on uh, YouTube, and um, it was just a you know graphic slate. So you'll hear my voice interact uh, there uh, a bit, kind of leading the topics 
Uh, but it was Bob Redman who put these together there for Florida Victorious. So big thanks to him for putting it out there, and big thanks to Florida Victorious uh, for, for putting it out there. And I'll give you guys a preview of it, starting with running back Trayon Webb. Hey, Florida Victorious, Trayon Webb from Jacksonville, Florida. I play running back. I just want to give a shout-out to all y'all. Help us support football team. And I uh, just give us all the way to back. It's pretty good. What is something the common fan doesn't know about you? Uh, I'm very smart. Like, I'm maybe like, I've been told, Coach Luke tells me I'm too smart for my own good. I'm very smart. I'm a people person. I could interact with anybody. I can, I'm not convenient. I can talk to anybody, really anywhere. I do want to run with friends. Uh, love reader. I love R&Bs. Well, I school musical stuff like that. I'm not their average to walk with. What do you read? Uh, Percy Jackson series. I still always big on that. Uh, anything like Mystery Wives, Cam Jensen, Cardi Woods, anything like Mysteries, growing your brain to solve those cases, really. Where do you get that from? Is it parents or what? Um, my mom said she used to read a lot. Uh, I'd probably say I just, I feel like growing up, I was always like reading. I don't know, like, I just used to always like to read. I used, I don't know, I just, I used to picture myself in the books. It's like kind of explore my imagination. And it also got me smarter, too. What's the biggest thing you've learned off the football field since you've been in Gainesville? How to be a pro every day, uh, putting the right things in your body, taking care of your body, not not rehabbing, but prehabbing. You know, make sure that you, you're doing the necessary work so that you don't get hurt. You know what I'm saying? So it's like really being a pro, being on time, yeah, being early, not on time, being early. Uh, Coach Luke. Emphasizes that a lot. You know, you get to 10 minutes early on time. So we make sure we get there on time and just taking care of my body, do everything the right way. we be overall good person. Can you share a humbling moment since you've been here? I've had plenty. I was really trying to think. Um, probably don't refer their practice. But uh, realizing that, like, workouts and stuff. Uh, everybody fast, everybody with you, nothing's really ever, nothing, are, like, nothing we ever do is really like half speed, like everything's full speed. So, really conditioned on my body today, you know, I'm, I'm the big boy at least, like, I can't be going slow anymore, I ain't the best player on the field no more, so I'm just going fast all the time. Favorite Florida Victoria's community service experience that you've had? Uh, actually, a part of the story, uh, me and a group of guys were out, so I think it was Idlewild Elementary, mm-hmm. right there for that. There were a field day, they were all kids in their field day, you did games with them, basketball, football today. The fifth grade class came out, and me and me and Cameron Jackson, who was dancing, you know, group of girls wanted to tell us to dance battle. And it was okay, we used to be there. It didn't go, it didn't go so well. And did backflips, splits, everything. I said, nah, nah, <laughs> we, they got it. <laughs> so yeah, we got, we got, we got absolutely defeated in the death. Like it was, it was, it wasn't even close. Yeah, yeah, they did, they, they did it to What's going on, everybody? It's Eugene Wilson the third. I go by Trey. All I'm from Tampa, Florida. All went to high school there. I'm originally from New England, or Rhode Island, and uh, just want to say thank you for your support. And, uh, you know, being able to help out my teammates and this program means a lot. What is something most fans don't know about you? I mean, it's not really too much to me that, you know, people wouldn't, you know, really know about already. Oh. I did, honestly, I didn't know you were from Rwanda. I should have been. No, no, because um, I actually, I came, I came, my Edgar, you know, better competition and exposure. I, uh, oh, yeah, that's that's a good one to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, so on. I'm from Coventry, Rhode Island, probably like the smallest town around. Or that's where my mom's side of family are. That's where they stay at. And I've just been there. And I just wanted a uh, better competition, a little bit more exposure uh, to the game and all that. Uh, so I moved down to Tampa with my dad in my uh, second semester of my eighth grade. And I've been in Florida ever since. What's the biggest thing you've learned in the short time you've been on campus? I'd say integrity. Integrity. Mm-hmm. I'd say that because, first off, I didn't even know what the word was. 
I didn't know what it meant. Now I know, you know, everything too. And I go by it now, whatever I say, whatever I like tell myself the night before, I, st I make sure like I stand on it. Oh, and you know, it's just like a lot of like seeing everybody go through the process, you know, knowing that I'm with them guys, no, it's just kind of like some really got to stand by your word. You can't just talk and, you know, you got to really walk the talk. You know. Any humbling experience since you've arrived at Florida? Humbling, I would say, uh, I'd say really just, just even just being in that locker room, you know, knowing that all these guys I'm been here longer than I have, you know, to me, like, I feel like even just knowing that I have to like kind of catch up with a few guys, there's um, humbling myself, like, you know, I keep myself real humble, I'd say, um, only because I feel like I'm never satisfied with where I'm at, I always feel like there's a lot, a lot more I can all go up to. What's been your favorite community service function through Florida Victorious? Well, I had one so far, I had a church in the Y. That's because um, I used to all go to the Y a few times back with my all, you know, my little friends and all that back when I was a little kid. But, um, you know, going there, like, kind of seeing, like, like, Lisa, she had told me, like, I'm going to walk in the gym. And it's gonna be kids like you know they're excited to see you like, and they're gonna be like jumping up on you and stuff. You know I think she's just talking because you know they're gonna be excited to see us and all. But going there like two seconds like the kid really jumped up on me like you're just hanging off my shoulder. And you know like right there just kind of clicked like it's like you know I'm supposed to be here that fun not just like you know putting hours like so like you know I make sure the kids had a good time. It was cool like you know really seeing like somewhere I used to be like seeing all. You know, that kids, you know, they're going to grow up and like this type of memories that, you know, we can be a part of those memories. Does it change your perspective on, I mean, did it, is it like an, a ruling perspective change? Oh, yeah, sir. Sure, because all of a sudden, oh my gosh, these kids are looking up to me. Yeah, like I don't really, I don't find myself around a lot of kids, to be honest. I'm one of the, uh, I'd say I'm one of the younger kids in my mm -hmm. family. You know, I have a, a few little cousins and all, but I don't really be around them too much. Oh. But uh, like a whole group of kids, like being able to, you know, talk to them, you know, like teach them right from wrong and stuff, you know, like it's, it's a good feeling, you know, and I'll be helping them out. Hey, how's it going, Club Victorious? My name is Roderick Kearney, and I am very excited to be partnering with you guys. I want to say thank you for all your efforts in giving back to our Florida Victorious and athletes. Um, I just want to take a huge shout out to you guys as well, and thank you. What's the first moment you knew you were a Gator? Okay, so the moment when I knew I was going to become a Gator was, you know, I going through my recruiting process, you know, I was highly recruited, um, but a lot of schools didn't have what, you know, the Gators had, you know, the the culture we, we have in the, you know, the work ethic and, you know, from the whole nod, from everything to the people not just the athletic, but the people, it just really means a lot to me. So, you know, they kind of, you know, won my heart over with that. Um, you know, that, that really means a lot. Uh, when you come into a program that is not only caring about your athletics, but also making it really important about your future outside of, outside of football and playing sports. What is something important that you brought from home? Hey, hey, something I brought from home. I would say something important. I feel like my devotionals, um, all my devotionals, uh, I brought those from home. Uh, you know, I read them every day, stay up on them. They really mean a lot to me. You know, stand post and they with them. What is something most fans don't know about you? I feel like a lot of fans don't know. Just, you know, a lot of giving back that I do to the community. Um, outside of, you know, outside of the things that's, you know, required of us to do. Um, you know, I love giving back. I love, I love being around, you know, children to give back to them, you know, the knowledge that I learned, you know, to, to pass it on to future generations and that will benefit everyone. Um, so, yeah. So along this lines, you've done several things probably with Florida Victorian. Yes. Right? So do you have a favorite? Um, I would say my favorite uh, thing that I've done to give back to to the community through Florida Victorious, I would say, you know, reading to the kids, 
Uh, uh, we did, uh, I forgot what elementary school it was, but we read to some children along those lines, and it was great. You know, those seeing those kids uh, light, it up, light up, you know, seeing their expressions and uh, just happiness through them. Any humbling experience since you've arrived at Florida? Uh, I say humbling, humbling moment every day is humbling. You know, uh, it's a lot of obstacles that you go through. Um, throughout, you know, the daily life of being a college football player, not only a college football player, you're still an athlete at the University of Florida. So, you know, I feel like every day for me is humbling. You know, I go through obstacles every day, which I have to have to con- conquer. Uh, you know, school, having to conquer every day, you know, the football and OTAs and just meetings, uh, all of this humbling. You know, you got to go every time. You got to go just conquer Back to back to back, just conquer everything that you have to complete. So those are very humble times for me. What was something unexpected after you signed? Honestly, uh, nothing changed for me. Uh, within the recruiter of Florida and our staff, and from the everything is is why I was getting recruited for by the staff and everybody. Uh, they showed a lot of love towards. A lot of love to my family. Uh, they made a very personal relationship with me, my my parents as well. But none of that has changed. You know, everything has stayed the same within the way they treat me to the way they approach me when they see me. Um, only thing that changed was the workload, and that's going that's going to be it's going to be like that once you enter college. You know, especially playing SEC football for University of Florida. So that's the only thing that really changed. Is this something you could pass on to like? recruits like you know what what they tell you is what's going to happen oh absolutely um i feel like you, you want to come to florida they want to be great you want to come here and work uh everything is going to fall in mind if you do everything that you need to do um other than that uh our everything is on a personal relationship with our staff and you know not even just 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 the staff it's the nutrition staff um the janitors from to all the way up to the end, Coach Napier, everything you always gonna, always gonna be great. You know, we just gotta work. What do you envision for the Florida program? Um, my vision of this program is we're building something special. Uh, with everything that's going on in the staff, the new staff coming in, and with with the players we have and our coaching, our coaches, you know. Taking it step by step, even the scripture saying that everything is, you know, going only up from here. You know, I feel like we all tune in together. We all work as one, and we just going to continue to just go up from here. What do you want to accomplish in year one? Uh, personally, year one, I just want to become a better person, a better person, a better player. Uh, you know, I just want to also make my, make my, uh, make my, my mark, you know, put put my foot down, show them who show them who Brock Kearney really is, you know, just to show the fans, you know, show them what I have in store for the University of Florida at football. Talk about the offensive line and the coaches. Our unit is great. We got some dogs. We got a lot of players that want to be great. We got a lot of players that are very coachable, and uh, we got two. We got two great online coaches. We have multiple strength coaches that's, you know, with our O-line coaches. And, you know, they all just play a big part into our development. Uh, Coach Coach Stapleton, Coach Sell, Coach Caleb, Coach Blackshear, all them guys, you know, they all play a big role at in the, our development. And I feel like with them being, you know, really great offensive line coaches and just great people in, in general, you know, that just really plays a big part into our through our play style, you know, we we all we five equals one. We all just grind yeah. and and just work and just become better, so we can all those people on the other side of the ball. Is there a fellow freshman that has surprised you so far? I would say Najee Harris, uh, my fellow O lineman, uh, my fellow teammate. Um, I felt like he came in and just showed showed them. You know, he was ranked as a three star mm-hmm. uh, in high coming out of high school. And, you know, being the lower rankings, you know, it really just, it really puts a big target on you. Like, you know, they really don't thank him as good as our 
face as the media portrayed me to be. But he came in and showed them. Uh, Avery really surprised me because I already knew he was a, a great player and crankers don't mean anything. But, you know, I look I look up to him. You know, he he great. You know, we're the same age, but I, I, I'm not that type of person to not, like, give, you know, props where it's due. I feel like he came in, he put his foot down, and, and he is now fitting up to be a great player. If you had to describe his play, how would you describe it? The way he issues up and does whatever he does. Technique is really his technique. He's a technician. He knows the game of football. And I feel like he can learn. He learns really fast. So that's what really helped him in his all development. All right. If you want more of that freshman series, get to know these guys. Florida Victorious. One more time. Link is in the description. You get 20% off your first month. Promo code Gators BD. 20% off your first month using promo code Gators BD. And you can tell. Man, these guys have got it going on. Their head is on straight. They're ready to get on the field. Uh, we'll probably see a good bit of those three guys right on the offensive side of the ball. You know, Trayon Webb, can he garner some carries um, there? You know, a little further down the depth chart with the experience Florida has at the position, but maybe can find himself there getting some carries. And Roger Kearney, of course, we saw him in the spring game and making that transition to playing center right here from uh, nearby Orange Park for me. Uh, eager to see his career and like great words from him for, for, for Najee Harris too, who we're probably going to see more of. Maybe we'll hear more from him. Uh, and the way you can do that, join Florida victorious and you get to know about Najee Harris a little bit more, uh, hopefully as well coming up. But uh, I like what Roger Kearney and, and his approach to life and the, the game of football as well. But Eugene Wilson too, kind of the, you know, the realization of, uh, Hey, this is high school football and uh, kind of a nice, nice little background on him coming from up North down to Gainesville right here. And probably, one of the players we're eager to see, the most eager to see this fall, wasn't on campus in the spring, like Kearney, like Webb. They got to go through spring practice. Wilson came on just a couple of months ago uh, for, for, for summer uh, to, to take part. So as the Gators hit fall camp next week, there you go. Eugene Wilson, that'd be his first taste of college football. Um, so eager to see what he can do and how far he can get the ball in his hands as a true freshman. So that'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. I am your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter or X, whatever it is right now, at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thank you for joining me on this episode of Gators Breakdown. Gators Breakdown.